Good morning and welcome to Equity Monday for July 12th, our weekly primer where we catch up on the news and, as always, explore the numbers behind the headlines. It was a busy last few days with Virgin Galactic's Richard Branson undertaking what was either a well-marketed joyride to the upper limits of Earth's atmosphere or a key voyage for the unlocking of space for more folks and England losing to Italy in a soccer game that was honestly rather excellent to watch, unless, of course, you're English, in which case all we can say is that hangovers are cured by time, aspirin, hugs, and vodka. Asian stocks rose today, European stocks fell, and American equities are mixed this morning ahead of the start of trading. In the last 24 hours, major cryptos are largely flat. And with that, let's begin. All right, so the weekend, well, breaking over the weekend was news that Microsoft intends to buy Risk IQ, a cybersecurity firm. Bloomberg broke that news. The deal should value the smaller company at around $500 million. Now, this is a small deal for Microsoft in kind of relative terms compared to its market cap, but it does mark the company's second recent cybersecurity purchase. Now, obviously, if you think about that, Microsoft is working to beef up its cybersecurity muscle, which is a pretty welcome thing, frankly. You know, here's hoping that the deals lead to fewer exploits and a general retrenchment of ransomware attacks. And this weekend, TechCrunch reported that Twitter's India operations have, quote, appointed a resident grievance officer days after the American social media firm was said to have lost the liability protection on user-generated content in the South Asian nation over non-compliance with local IT rules. India and Twitter have been locked in something of a scrap lately, with the Indian government trying to bully the social media company into not enforcing its own rules. The local regime, for example, sent police to a Twitter office over the labeling of a tweet as, quote, manipulated media and what was generally seen as an attempt at intimidation. The overall demand for control from the top of India's current government over tech platforms is not a great sign for its local tech scene. However, venture capital investment does appear to be unconcerned thus far. All right, turning to the news from this morning, there is a lot, and a lot of it deals with China and its own technology industry. Now, if you're a bit perplexed why we keep covering the issue of India and China's tech sectors battling with their local governments, you have to understand just how key these two markets are for startup investment, technological advances, and tone setting, really, for how governments should interact with tech firms more generally around the world. And frankly, both tech scenes really matter for global capital markets. And that brings us to today's news, which I've already kind of spoiled there. All right. This morning, news broke that ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok and other services, put its plans to list externally on hold after it got warnings from Chinese regulators about how it handles data security. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. And this morning, news broke that Tencent Music, another Chinese company, will have to relinquish what Reuters described as, quote, music label exclusivity. And third, a recently proposed merger of China's two largest gaming live streaming platforms was blocked by Chinese regulators. So what we have here is a kind of fascinating mix of autocratic meddling in Chinese technology companies and a seemingly very reasonable mix of antitrust work. So blocking the merger of two of the country's largest live streaming platforms will ensure that they have to keep fighting for talent. For example, that seems pretty reasonable. On the other hand, China's crushing data demands and apparent utter disdain for any other country having even a fraction of what it arrogates to itself is going to keep its domestic tech companies just that, domestic. And if I may, cowed. And that's gonna hurt over time. All right, so funding rounds. How would you like to hear about a huge funding round that involves Walmart, everyone's favorite leading global technology company? 
<laughs> all right, all right, all right. You guessed it. Yes, Flipkart has raised lots of new money at a huge price. Of course, the American physical retail giant Walmart does own an enormous chunk of the Indian e-commerce player Flipkart. According to our own Manish Singh, and I quote, Flipkart said on Monday that it has raised $3.6 billion at a post-money valuation of $37.6 billion in what is considered as the pre-IPO round for the Indian e-commerce conglomerate as it works to list in the public markets as soon as early next year. Singh also described the round as, quote, by far the largest for any Indian startup, end quote. Very impressive. Now, India probably will let Flipkart list domestically and externally. It doesn't have the same kind of like view that the Chinese government does have. But this goes to show how important these governments are because Flipkart's liquidity matters not just for Walmart, but for a lot of other investors too. And at my former alma mater, Crunchbase News, there's a report out that, quote, only halfway through the year, 2021 has already surpassed the record-breaking $7.8 billion raised by cybersecurity companies last year. Now, remember that Microsoft News we mentioned at the top of the show? This is another chapter of the very same story. According to Crunchbase data, global cybersecurity startups raised $1.9 billion in Q2 2020, and that number soared to $5.2 billion in Q2 of this year. That's an enormous gain in capital pushed into these firms. So expect a lot more cybersecurity companies to grow super quickly, just turbocharged by a raft of external capital, all chasing the future of plugging cyber holes that continue to bedevil companies of all shapes, sizes, and preparedness. All right, to wrap up today, shares of DD are off 3% in pre-market trading, erasing some of its late week rebound. In contrast, investors are bidding shares of Virgin Galactic about 5.5% higher in pre-market trading as I record this. Frankly, those two sentences are a pretty good summary of the weekend and recent technology mega moves. Finally today, a reminder that we are racing back into earnings season, so expect companies of all sorts to start dropping their Q2 results in short order. Why do we care? Well, it's going to be a clarifying moment. Can public market tech companies put up good enough results to keep their valuations high? If they can, the venture capital market won't have to worry about exit valuations, and startups will have lots of strong public comps to lean on when they raise their next round. But if earnings don't impress, we could start to see an unwinding of the trade that kicked off over a year ago when the global economy started to recover from its initial COVID-19-induced wax, sending both revenue and investor interest to tech companies, both large and small. All right, and that is us. Do not forget that you can follow the show for memes and jokes on Twitter at EquityPod or myself where I tweet charts and mostly complain about things under the handle at Alex. Equity is back Wednesday morning. Equity is back Friday morning. Yep. That's right, everybody. It is not a holiday-shortened week, so good luck. (laughs) We're going to make it. All right, bye.